Hey everybody, it's Connor from the Hoopercast. Hi, it's Wednesday. It is February 20th. Let's talk about some movies briefly. Honestly, I'm only about half here. I'm not going to be here for long tonight. Um, uh, I'm writing again, and uh, I need some to carve out some time in my life to do that. And so I'm going to do this episode real quick, but I'm not going to talk about too much because not that much has happened. And um, I'll update you on news with the podcast a little bit later on. But uh, the first thing I want to talk about is the weekend box office. And uh, real quickly, just going through it. um, Number one, opening for number one this past weekend was Alita Battle Angel um, with what I would call a disappointing um, opening gross for the weekend at $28.5 million. And that's considering that the budget is reportedly $170 million. Um, This might do really well overseas though. So who knows? But I mean, that's still... That's still, I don't know. Maybe it'll get there, but this is the one that was, um, uh, look, if you don't know what this is, this is that stuff you're probably seeing all around the internet with the girl with the big eyes who's an android. And, um, I mean, it looks pretty fun, but you know, I'll, I'll check it out on rental at some point. I haven't heard much about it. Um, so yeah, but it is number one at the box office this weekend and it knocked the Lego movie two out of its number one spot. The Lego movie two is now number two, bringing in $20 million over the weekend, just shy of 21 million. That's a 39% drop from last weekend. It now has a total gross of $62 million and number three debuting at number three, isn't it romantic with for Warner brothers and new line, uh, $14 million and, uh, yeah, and then Happy Death Day to You opening at number five with $9 million, which is about the budget it has. So everything from here and out is profit. So hopefully that's got some legs. Uh, yeah, sounds like the plot of the film, however, does not have legs. There's Weekend Box Office. Uh, an item of film news to just point out real quick. This is more just a, a follow-up, our continuing saga with John Lasseter. Um, it's an article from The Guardian. Emma Thompson quits the film Luck after John Laster joins the production. And we thought this might happen, right? The whole thing is that um, Lasseter's, Laster was appointed to, um, to Skydance's animation division to head it up last year. Um, of course, he was chief creative officer of Pixar and Walt Disney Animation Studios and took a leave of absence in 2017 after admitting to sexual conduct, uh, what he calls missteps, before leaving the company in 2018. Uh, who knows what kind of severance he got from Pixar and Disney. and um, But very heavily um, f- you know, pinpointed as somebody who was um, um, kind of manipulative, um, you know, uh, kind of uh, abused his power a little bit. I don't know that he like did anything to anybody, like actual physical, sexual like assault or anything. But he to put it mildly, made the workplace a very hard place to work for female employees, um, according to lots of them. So, um, yeah, we've spoken about that before. Um, and if, you know, if that's all true, then that's terrible. And, um, at the very least, it's a PR nightmare to hire, uh, John Laster, but that's what Skydance did. They hired him. And, uh, (laughs) and now we're seeing the fallout of what happens when you decide as you're allowed to who you hire people decide whether or not they want to be associated with you. And Emma Thompson does not. Thompson had been due to voice a role in Luck, produced by Skydance Animation, but reportedly left the film after they hired Lasseter. 
Laster's appointment to Skydance was met with considerable disquiet, including a statement from the Time's Up campaign that said, quote, Skydance is providing another position of power, prominence, and privilege to a man who has repeatedly been accused of sexual harassment in the workplace. Skydance media CEO David Ellison defended Laster, saying, while we would never minimize anyone's subjective views on our behavior, sorry, subjective views on behavior, we are certain that John has learned valuable lessons and is ready to prove his capabilities as a leader and a colleague. Um, and the Guardian says they've tried to contact uh, Thompson's representatives for a confirmation and comment uh, about this. So, look, I don't know. Um, and, and the most I can extrapolate from that is that is that you know maybe one she's like ah oh, you know that's not why I left it. Or two, it's like that's why I left it, but I'm not going to like release a statement and 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 you know punch him while he's down. Like I just, I'm assuming Emma Thompson at the very least just prefers not to be associated with the film, but also doesn't want to like you know dog him out. Um, but who knows? Maybe it's just because they haven't answered their email yet. Who knows why they haven't responded? Here's the point. Um, this was bound to happen, and uh, it's going to keep happening. And and I, I said like you know that. These companies are going to hire whoever they think is going to make them money. It doesn't much matter to them what the people have done in their personal lives unless their personal lives are bad for business. And when they hired John Lasseter, it might not have been readily apparent that his personal life and his conduct was bad for business. And in my opinion, here's what I'm here's what I think happened. I think they didn't care. And I've said this before on the show, so I'm not going to harp into it, but I, I essentially essentially my assertion without the facts is that I, it appears to me that Skydance just said Laster is a hot name. He, he, you know, a lot of good movies came from him and, um, and we can give him a discount right now because he's had to walk away from Pixar. That's what I think happened. I don't know if someone wants to, you know, present me with, you know, um, facts that, that would dispute that please email me hoopercast at gmail.com. But for as long as that inbox is going to stay empty, I'm just going to say what I think. And what I think is that they lowballed Laster because they knew they could get him for a lot less money because who else is going to hire you? You're a horrible person. So we will. And, uh, but now people are going, Oh, cool. I don't want to be associated with you or your movie. If John Laster is going to be in charge and especially as a woman, I'm not going to be involved in it and I'm not going to be trapped in an audio booth being given direction by someone like that. Um, I don't need this job and I don't need to work with him or you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that's essentially what what it looks like has, has happened. So if enough people start dropping out of movies at Skydance, they might go, well, we've got a problem now. I don't know if Laster's under contract and they'd have to pay it out or whether they could just fire him outright. But the point is they're going to, they you know, this is what happens. You're allowed to hire who you want to hire, but people are allowed to criticize you for that. And that's what's going on. So, yep. I mean, good on Emma Thompson. If, you know, for, for, I mean, if this is why she stepped away from the film, then good on her for standing on principle uh, and just pretty much using the power of her creative association. She's like, all right, well, I don't need this. Like, you were kind of lucky to have me. Like, Emma Thompson doesn't need a, an animation role. I guarantee you they called her and she was like, oh, it'd be an easy check. A lot of these celebrities do that, or it's fun. But it's like, oh, well, it's not going to be that fun if I'm walking in there with him. I think about that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about, I think, this week. It's just, again, a short show, um, and there's a few other pieces I wanted to go into, but I haven't read through them yet, so I can't really, you know, 
Um, there's an article by Steven Soderbergh on The Atlantic about uh, how moviegoing has changed. I'm really interested to hear his thoughts about that. And uh, as someone who's retired from the industry multiple times, I can certainly relate to somebody who I, I just feel like he ha- probably has an objective outsider view of, of the industry um, and what uh, he thinks is wrong with it. So interesting stuff. I'll tackle that some other time. There's also an article on the outline about how separating the art from the artist isn't so hard. Interesting topic because, you know, kind of related to the John Laster thing. Can, can you separate the art from the artist and should you? And I think I've stated before on the show that it's getting harder for me to separate the art from the artist because sometimes their art is directly contradictory to their like to their value system or the if you want you want me to invest in their artistic role in something yet I know these terrible things about them so uh be interesting to read I think I believe that's an editorial or a guest column or something so I'm definitely interested to read that and discuss it I definitely want to know your thoughts so um yeah Anyways, that's gonna be it for the Hoopercast Daily Show this week. Pretty super short. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm writing my I I I wrote, started writing a screenplay about ten years ago, and I've just recently been inspired and able to revisit it and revise it. And I think I've got a really solid story, and I'm really excited to be getting back into it and to create. And it's nice to kind of like as I'm driving home, be like, oh, I can't wait to get home and write. You know, I can't wait to wake wake up and just write for an hour before I go to work. Just whatever it is, like, it's nice to have that drive and to have that goal. And I think I can do it. And I think I got a pretty good story. So uh, maybe you guys will see it in about 10 years or so. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. And I've got a couple other movies that are a lot less of an idea in my mind, but still ideas. So I've got some ideas and I'm going to start creating them. I'm going to do it, period. And if you're listening and you feel inspired by that, you know, good. Good. Be inspired. Go out there and create your stuff. And, um, you know, may the, <laughs> may the best script win. <sighs> yeah, I'm excited about it. So that's good stuff. Yeah, we're uh, movie hours going to be spotty this uh, next couple of months, honestly. Like, I don't know how many of these episodes I'm going to actually do. Um, Dustin's really, really, really busy. And I'm really, 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 really busy. And between wanting to write my script and just work I have to do at night and Dustin's job, um, you, there's going to be some gap weeks and I can't really predict when they're going to be or when there's going to be these episodes to help bridge that gap. I just know that um, there's going to be some gap time. I've got some guest uh, hosts that might come in and help me out. But to be quite honest, this podcast is going to be spotty till probably about April and you know, so for the next five or six weeks, um, you might just get these little episodes here and there. And, uh, so I hope you like them and I'll try not to, to wax poetic on them too much or to pontificate too much and just stick to the the film stories. But, um, but Dustin and I are quite busy and it's just hard to get together to do the show when our schedules do this. So I don't know if this is a regular winter thing, if we have winter hiatus, the podcast or, or what. Um, so we're just going to have to figure that out. Um, so in the meantime, just be patient with us as we sort of figure out when we can do a show and when we can't. But uh, definitely after March should be cleared up. So more details on that to follow. But for now, thanks for listening to the Hoopercast Daily Show. Look forward to the movie hour whenever it happens. Not this week. Maybe next week. We'll see. Let me see who I can get to come in here and um, do this with me. Cheers. Cheers.